Welcome to part two of our uh, Star Wars Ten Candles. I am the Force Guide, Mr. RPG Hour, they, them. I am Dyer, he, him pronouns, and I play Tikrit, also he, him pronouns, a Verpine Slicer. I'm Alan, pronouns he, him, I play a human thief, Olin. Josh, uh, also known on the interwebs as Valor, uh, he, him, and I'm playing Raw Rainier, the Wookiee first mate, uh, she, her. I'm Cliff. Uh, I'm playing Cole Vastor, uh, Jedi Shadow slash Historian. Uh, pronouns for both are he, him. Um, hi, I'm Sinziek, he, him, also playing for Renz. Also he, him. I remember the name this time. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and Jules? Hi, my name is Jules. Uh, she, her. I am playing Senek, a Weequay Jedi. Also she, her. All right, so we are playing Tin Candles. We still have all Tin Candles, unless I accidentally blow out one while I'm explaining this. Uh, but we are down to eight dice. The current pool is eight dice. And while everybody is gathering at that end of the hangar, you all look over, and in that window, you can see the red light blinking full. Like nothing is in front of it anymore. None of y'all noticed anything standing in front of it as you were approaching uh, like what was being described by Cole. You noticed that the light had got dim for a minute, but you didn't see anything. You didn't see anything in, in regards to an outline blocking the light. Do you remember any details about what, what may have been in front of the light? Only that it was larger than our, our Wookiee friend here. Well, that's awfully big. Did you see which direction it went? <laughs> you, you, were, you were staring right at it up until we got here, right, Cole? To see which direction it went? truly uncertain. I suppose it could only go further in. Did not come past me. I'd like to get a better look at the room. It's like, if, if we can get an idea of how big it is you know, from sitting outside. If anything we can learn without actually setting foot in the room would be good. Uh, there are two doors that access it along this wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're both on either side of the window. Uh, looking into the window uh, with the red light, uh, it, it's difficult to see if there's any turnoffs in the hallway, but it is uh, the flooring and the ceiling are the only things that are complete. There's wiring hanging out of all the walls, and it's it looks to be fairly long. It looks to be longer in both directions than the hangar itself. You can see wires that look like they're trailing all along, uh, but look like they might actually go further than the length of the hangar itself. Hmm. Okay. So is, is, there, is there much of an indication as to where something would go if it was in this room and fleeing? Uh, as it's a hallway, it would just maybe a turn that you can't see. Okay. And is that, that red light the only thing that's illuminating the hallway? Uh, as far as you can tell, yes. Go turn on the lights. You're going to go into the hallway to turn on the lights? Yeah, I'm going to try and look for a light switch. Do you go into the door that's on the left or the right of the window? Let's go right. I'll be, I'll be following because there may be something that needs to be repaired to get the lights on. But being who we are, I do not let go of Rawrenir, so I just kind of drag Rawrenir <laughs> with us. <Yep. laughs> Rawrenir is definitely going over there with you. <laughs> We're so brave as long as she comes with us. <laughs> I think at that point, yeah. All right, as soon as the three of y'all get through that door, it swooshes shut. Oh. And like that's here. not disconcerting at all. Good thing Robert we got- immediately turns around and starts banging it. Rob Renier, it's okay. We have uh, two people outside with universal keys. It, it would have been okay if, if something didn't start venting into this area. Oh. It's like a, sort of a coolant. It's not like, uh, it's not like super freezing coolant. Um, but it does make it hard to breathe right around the door. I chose poorly. 
<laughs> am, am banging on the door angrily. Dragging <laughs> dragging Raurinir away from the coolant venting. Uh, Ferenz, are you still hearing know. us? I don't know. I don't, I don't know okay. if you are. Well, okay, no, no. So I'm trying to. I definitely don't move if Raurinir doesn't come with me. <laughs> am, am I doing what now? Uh, are you still hearing us? I, I like like are you still hearing us? Are you connected? Unless the the DM has not said otherwise that I that I remember, so I think we should all be okay. Right, we got coolant coming in near the door. The door just closed on us, so we're not going to be able to get it open. Maybe get one of them Jedi's out there to just you know use their universal keys. So uh, Cole will look at Sinek and kind of nod, and then lightsabers out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, now there, there's a door on either side of the, the window, right? Correct. Um, looking through the the, the other door, uh, is is there like a, is there a way to we- reach them through the other door, or is there is it sealed off or what? Uh, no, the other door does open. Um, now before we go any further with this, I'm going to handle some things with the people still in the hallway. And then we will pop back out to y'all. Um, you do see something when you go in there, Alan. Um, you see a panel. And it's it's crudely put together, but it looks like it should be lights. And uh, potentially handling other kinds of environmental controls. Uh, and you see this while uh, Raronir and Takrit are... Uh, wrestling with each other and the door. Wait, have they started lightsabering the door? Uh, this yet, is right? just this is this is this is happening while y'all are at the door. We're we're backtracking just a little bit for a second. Okay, gotcha. Hey, secret like there's a thing you can fix right there. Alright, I will uh immediately let Rawanir continue to, you know, suffocate themselves to death, <laughs> and and head for that, uh, that head for that to uh, see what I can do. Yeah, I'll pull out my tools and uh, try to get that fixed. All right, give me a roll. All right. Okay, uh, that is no ones because I'm better and two sixes. Uh, so you actually. <laughs> Take uh, narrative control. Oh yeah. Um, because I only got one six. Hell yeah. All right. Um, and so that was an open panel, you said, or like a. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I get in there and uh, I I get that I like get my tools in there and I'm going to uh, shut off the venting noxious gas and uh, I'll go ahead and uh, pop the door. So there are no door controls connected to this. Uh, There are environmental controls and there are light controls. Okay, well, I will get the lights on and then stop that gas from venting then. As soon as the lights come on, you see down the hallway in lots of directions. Uh, The hallway, the initial part is longer than what the hangar is, but there are turns that go directly parallel to the hangar as well. You're not sure how far down those go. Uh, and there are multiple also turnoffs heading deeper in uh, to the structure. We don't see any giant monsters bigger than a Wookiee. No, no, you don't. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want narratively before I switch back over? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I think we're good. So switch back over. All right, so as soon as you get to the other door, uh, Cynic, the lights flicker on inside the window, and you can see it's it's almost like... It's almost like this was supposed to be some kind of medical facility that never got finished because everything looks nice and sleek and clean in these hallways, except for the fact that the wires are hanging out of the wall. Hmm. Okay. Well, is the, um, is the second door open now? Uh, when you do approach it, it does open. Okay. 
can uh, can the the others get out that way? Or are they is there a divider between the two? No, there is no divider. Uh, they can come back over to that direction if they want. Okay, I was going to be like, guys, just use the other door. Apparently, we could just use the other door. Robert will stop banging <laughs> on the door. <laughs> go and start walking over to the other door. Yeah, that was uh, my second uh, idea. <laughs> I mean, eventually, we're probably going to have to go down there at, at, at some point, but let's make sure we can get back. As you point out the second door, Cole was like just about to stab into it. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. kind of sheepishly like turns off the lightsabers. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big fan of making new doors when we need to. But yeah. uh... <laughs> At least we didn't have a deep fried Wookiee. I don't know, I am feeling a bit peckish. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, alright, alright. Gummy forks. So, um, hallway that way, or um, the other options in there outside of the doors, that, the room that we are in, besides that hallway leading back, is another hallway. I'm, I've completely lost all spatial awareness of this scene. <laughs> Well, Tickert is thinking. He notice he kind of notices that I also have a gummy pork. Also have a what? Gummy pork. Stole my gummy porks. Just ah. one. Just one. That's okay. I share. I'm nice like that. Well, I mean, I didn't ask. I know. <laughs> All right. So the hangar is here. Okay. The doors oh. are up here. There's a hallway here, and you can see turnoffs down here. Okay. Those are the only turnoffs that you can see for sure. That's I'm not saying- why I didn't realize that other door was accessible to us. I was thinking other ways. Okay. That is not at all what I was picturing, but makes sense. <laughs> all right. Well, left or right, people? Well, I picked right last time. All right. Left it is. Or do we keep going right because that's how you get out of a maze? Up to everybody else. I don't trust myself no more. <laughs> <laughs> I usually say pick a direction and stick to it. All right, right it is. Uh, in the hallway, I guess Cole will try again, you know, periodically to reach out through the force to get a sense of either direction or for the thing or whatever he sensed before. Presence. Go ahead and give me a roll. Uh-oh. Oh boy. Alright. So that's one two sixes. Uh no ones this time. Yes. Job. Alright, so there's actually three sixes against you, so I keep narrative control on this. Oh. Oh um you sense multiple things outside of your group but you can't pinpoint if any of them are the creature that you saw before all that you're able to sense is that there are other life forms uh, also in the area sorry can we sense how far away they are uh, no, uh, the exact distance is uh, where it starts to get muddled. What about a, a direction, like left, right from here? Or... Uh, you kind of feel that they're all deeper into the facility. So Cole's eyes flutter open and he looks slightly annoyed now which before he just has this sort of placid serenity most of the time. It's like, I sense more life forms now, but their their essence is indistinct. Everything is still clouded, but they are, we must go deeper into this facility and through it to the, to the temple. Lots of things you can't sense. 
that are out there deeper in and you think we should go towards them. I just want to make sure that I'm hearing you correctly in these observations. In cold nights, like, absolutely. I'm gonna die. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, either people with lightsabers or giant axes lead the way. Rainier says, rawr, 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 which translates into, then maybe you go first. <laughs> and still, you know, unfamiliar with uh, humor. <laughs> the cold stuff, like, yes, that's probably for the best. And goes out front, you know, uh, this time lightsabers as, uh, like, light rods, glow rods out front when they start going through the darkness. You are handy for that. So when you get to the uh, junction where the hallway goes back towards the front of the hangar, uh, you can see down that hallway, uh, the lights are flickering down that way. Uh, They're not as full on solid as they are in the hallway you're currently standing. You do see that there's a couple of turnoffs that they go towards something else. Um, and you also notice that the paneling down that way is actually installed on the walls. So no loose hanging wires. No loose hanging wires. There is still more in front of you. You can see that there are some hallways to turn off in front of you. And just to be specific, y'all, uh, as I understood, y'all are going right. So y'all are going down this direction mm-hmm. this way. So um, Cole's uh, Jedi shadow training starts to take over. So he starts sort of hugging the wall, being a surprisingly quiet self, even though the hum of the lightsaber kind of gives away. I'm almost impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Do you go uh, in the direction that leads towards the front of the hangar, or do you go uh, further down the lit hallway? Further down the lit hallway. Deeper in. The next intersection that you come to, um, on your left-hand side, it's... uh, The hallway is also complete down this way. Uh, There are some lights and it's a stairwell down and there's like a little area um, that has some computer consoles um, and a couple of turbo lifts, but beyond the last turbo lifts is darkness. And it's, it's, it's just like complete darkness after that on the right hand side. Um, is uh, it's a section that goes in a little bit. Um, there is a single computer console, um, but there's nothing else near it. It's just a single console there. So, but it, it is indented. It's not, it's not flush with the hallway. It is indented. So Cole starts to think through the, uh, the telepathic party line. He says, uh, we have a couple of consoles here. Um, perhaps uh, they could be sliced into and we could see what happened to the people that occupy this facility. I am already on my way up before he finished. As soon as it's the, the word consoles is I'm already weaving through people to get up there. Uh, they look like they're fully powered and everything. Uh, yes. Are you, I'm so sorry. Uh, so you're, tur- you're making the left-hand turn down towards the turbo lift or the single console on the right? Single console on the right, I think. Is that what you were int- intonating, call? Right. Right. Yeah, okay. Craig will go with the single console on the right, and Cole will kind of take up a, a defensive position angled towards the, the turbo lifts on the left. As you're looking, you realize that this console, while it's fully operational, isn't connected into the main systems. What was its purpose? It looks like it has some type of connection to droids or cybernetics uh it is basically like a system uh, but there are only eight connections there's only eight uh different objects that could be or uh, different um things that can be controlled at once uh and they're currently not attached to anything there is an inventory of things that they can be uh connected to but it doesn't show um that they're connected to anything at this time Okay, so it's a cybernetic upload re- uplink relay, and it can be synced to various cybernetics or or um, cybertronic life. But 
it is currently not synced with anything. Is that correct? Uh, that's correct. Okay. Um, so I, I, I let everyone know that. Is there a is there a um, scan for nearby devices just to see if there's anything that it could sync to? Yeah, I'm thinking Bluetooth here, baby. <laughs> uh, it does show that there is a... Um, I don't know why this is the only word I can think of, but there's an inventory of uh, droids. That are within range. It's not like a list of these are what I'm compatible with. It's these are things that are within range that you can access. Uh, correct. The, okay. Now, the only thing is this panel shows that you can turn them on and that you can set basic tasks, but you don't gain full like it's not like it'll you turn it on and see three po answering to yeah, you yeah. if i've played Please. fallout i know i know okay. how this works. <laughs> <laughs> i know i know exactly what we're doing here <laughs> i can set on like ah to put on this particular action and just automate okay um so there are droids that i can connect from this but they will be following very specific sets of instructions and will not deviate I'm not certain it would be in our benefit to access them without knowing how they'll respond. I can basically say, droids, go patrol, but that might mean they will shoot us later. It's hard to say. Could you perhaps um, disable them? So uh, they're currently not active or they're not synced. Are they? Can I tell if they are currently completely disabled because they're not synced up or if they're operating on their own? Uh, no, as far as you can read from this, this is the on-off yeah, for the droids. Yeah, yeah. As long as we don't turn them on here, they should remain off. If there is a presence here, we may want to make sure that they can't turn that on on us in the future. That would also refu- leave us without being able to access it as well. How do we feel about either of those options? Basically, leave it or destroy this console so that it can't be used against us. I feel better about denying an adversary a weapon than saving it for myself. That's what I was thinking. I'm going to pop the panel off. Uh, like, I assume there's an access panel to wiring or something nearby. Correct. Um, and then I go, uh, Robert here, do you want to get in here with that axe and have a little fun? Uh, <laughs> that is a yes. <laughs> All right, go ahead and give me a die roll right quick. Uh, me or Ra Rainier? Uh, Ra Rainier. Yeah. How many, how many dice are we at We're now? We're still at eight, I believe. I don't think we've lost any since uh, Cole lost us the first two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Correct, eight D10. Not naming any names, of course. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> or, sorry, eight D6. Oh, I think, I, think, I think Josh became my new least favorite. Oh, no, y'all. How many ones? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we got. Uh, oh no! I don't know if y'all can see it. Uh, no, your your screen is melting. There we go. <laughs> three, I had it. three ones and no sixes. Oh man! Uh, well, now here's where you might be able to use either your trait or vice or something, depending. Yeah. On what so it is. whatever whatever your top card is. Um, okay. It's protective. Mm. Oh, I. I'm being protective of the group by destroying this possible yeah, threat. That is the reason we are doing this whole thing, to be to be quite honest. Yeah. Save us from that wall. <laughs> so, if, so that allows me to count fives and sixes? Uh, you re-roll all the ones, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. And then rip that card up. Or you're supposed to burn it, but rip it up. You don't get to use it again. Okay. They came out to a six, a three, and a four. So my net... Roll is one six. Success. And you didn't roll any new ones, did you? I did not. My okay. my roll as it stands right now is like a six, three fives, a four, and three threes. All right. Uh, so that negates uh, the fact that you rolled one, so the dice pool stays the same. I'm honestly surprised you decided to use it on this and not try and save it for something later, but... Uh, especially with something... I don't know what happens if I just roll three ones, but I'm assuming it's terrible. Plus, it lowers the dice pool, so... (laughs) (laughs) So you managed to destroy the panel. Uh, You have taken out of commission uh, a panel that would would, uh, basically allow the control of eight uh, 
of the plethora of droids that Decrit saw uh, that are on this network. What do y'all want to do now? So with that, that's behind them. Cole is facing towards the uh, the turbo lifts and the uh, the yawning darkness down that way. And he says over the uh, the mental party line that uh, there's a stairwell down and uh, these turbo lifts with a hall that reaches past them. Uh, to Crit and Raronir, since y'all are right there, you also see the stairwell going down. There are four turbo lifts, um, and there are larger consoles uh, that are right there. And then you do see the absolute darkness that is after the turbo lifts. Out of character, as much as it's safer to use the stairs if we're going down, to Crit would definitely want to use those turbo lifts because using technology is just always better. We could also just continue into that dark yawning void if Cole would like to lead the way. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let the people with the flashlights lead the way. Well, Jedi, no, no fear. Is that true? <laughs> that is definitely not true. <laughs> <laughs> We're just not going to show it. So Cole will go towards the darkness dual lightsaber flashlights, you know, held up. Spinning them to make bigger lights, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rave. Rave, rave with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but basically to illuminate the darkness enough so that it sets like the new perimeter so that to crit and raw and can look at the next set of consoles with the uh, turbo lifts. So the, the, as you get closer and you can see that, uh, the, the consoles do have some light near them. The turbo lifts have a little bit of light. And as you start going that direction, your lightsabers start to illuminate. You see that this is actually a hallway going further in. Um, you're not sure of what kind of hallway, but there is a hallway here. Uh, and, and it looks like uh, these turbo lifts also, as you get closer, you realize they are larger. Sort of like a cargo turbo lifts, maybe? Or made for large creatures, like creatures larger than a Wookiee? Yeah, like cargo lifts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, what uh, do we know about the inhabitants of this planet? Were they large humanoids or large creatures of any kind? Uh, no, this is actually a planet of uh, humanoids. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and move in with the... Uh, with my protective perimeter expanded, I'll go ahead and move in on those those bigger consoles that you were talking about and uh, take a look at what I can do with these bad boys. My uh, my code my code cylinder out if I need it, and I'm just kind of like looking over to get a basic read on what these might do first. As far as you could tell, these are not regular um, consoles that you would find in most places. These are actually security consoles. And as you start looking at them, you realize that these are controls for cells. Ooh, these are some cell controls? I would imagine if these are cell controls, they will have um, video feed to said cells. So where are the cells? Uh, well, definitely be something I can look into also. I assume there will also be a map or layout of cells to determine containment that might help us figure that out uh, but tell me if I am correct in any of these uh, assessments and or if I need to roll to determine if I am correct in any of these assessments um, yeah no, I'll, I'll give that to you do any of these power sources have types of energy we can detect nothing that would be unusual alright so first and foremost with the information I can get vaguely um Whereabouts are these cells in relation? If I can pull up some sort of gridded map or anything like that. And uh, from where we are here, they're below us, above us, beyond us. Your hand slips and presses on one of the cells and you hear in the darkness a door open and a light illuminate above it. Cells are down the dark way. Um, can I access cameras in those cells to see if there are any inhabitants currently within them? Stationed right there at the mouth of the opening <laughs> of the hallway. Oh, okay. Yeah, you could definitely do that. Um, okay. Let's see that roll. 
All right, roll happens. Oh, and I do apologize. I misspoke. Uh, there are no sentient inhabitants on this planet. I just pulled the planet back up. Okay. Um, it is a snow-capped planet, very mountainous, uh, but they're, it's known for different kind of creatures, not people. Okay. Cool. Well, that's not um, I mean. So that's two ones and one six. Um, do I want to roll my obsessive vice to re-roll those ones? Because you have a six, mm-hmm. you can't do that. Okay, I can't do that. You can yeah, only do that times. when you fail. Okay, cool. Mm. So one six, two ones. We lose, we lose one, two dice, people. We're gonna get, get rid of them. Two dice, and let me see if you get narrative control for a second. Hold on. If what I Cole did look like so much fun. I wanted to give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> Leading by example. How many That's right. <laughs> Sorry, one more time. How many sixes did you get? Just one. Um, all right. So as you try to access the cameras, you open all of the cells simultaneously. <laughs> just, like, and... just like, hold on, guys. This is exact. I'm just going to figure out if there's anything in any of these. And oh. There's ten cells on each side, and the hallway is just softly illuminated. And that's when y'all see a flicker of light, but you realize it's a, it's a soft flicker and then a hard flicker as something is coming out of one of the cells. All right. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm igniting a lightsaber. <laughs> it could be friendly. We don't know. This is a very friendly lightsaber, can't you tell? It is very joyful. Yes. So. Is, it, is it like roses? A yellow one means friendship, a red one means love? <laughs> yeah, yeah so that is the problem. The Sith are just too overflowing with love constantly. Yes. <laughs> Creature, or whatever it is, it, it, it breathes heavily, and then it starts to move towards you because you see it coming down the hallway as it, as it moves past the lights, and then something else grabs it from further down that hallway and whips it in the opposite direction. And you just hear it hits the wall a couple of times before it disappears into the further darkness. Well, there goes the friendly one. Okay. Cole kind of <laughs> says over <laughs> his shoulder, uh, the turbo lifts? Yep. Everyone into them. Are we just going to ignore the... what? I, all right, into the turbo lifts. Yep. <laughs> if we didn't... Defensive withdrawal. There we go. That that's how it's said. I prefer, I, prefer, I prefer to just call it what it is, and we're getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> Frack out of here. What do they say in, in Star Wars again? I don't remember how they cuss in Star Wars. They don't. <laughs> There's what Criff. Yeah. The, no. There, there are there are cuss words in Star Wars. Yeah. So. Them all. I get into the turbo lift like a bunch of nerf herders. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Farkled is the F. Farkled. There's, one, Bork, there's um, Borked also, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. There's Druck. Let's get the Druck out of here. I like that better than yeah. the way they use it. Crink, <laughs> crinking is apparently from the Outer Rim. <laughs> <laughs> By my favorite author, Timothy Zahn. Um, krong is a swear word from the Outer Rim. Mm-hmm. Don't krong things up. Uh, Scrog, Snark, Druk, Dwang. Dwang is actually apparently something that is used by the clone troopers. Oh, well, let's get Dwang. Let's get the Druk out of here. Yeah. Oh, we <laughs> Dwanged this hard. <laughs> <laughs> we Dwanged this up. Oh, it's no. supposed to replace the. It's supposed to replace shit. So what the dang? <laughs> Bantha Pudu. <laughs> Apparently, hut spawn is a cuss word too. Mm-hmm. All right, um, y'all are actually all able to fit into a single turbo lift. Do you go up or do you go down? So, do we have a vague idea if uh, this facility is built over the top of the Sith Temple, like Pet Cemetery style, or what? What are we looking at here? 
You don't. All that you were given is that this mountain held a Sith temple. And when you arrived, your scans only showed this military base. All right. So instead of reaching out to sense things, uh, we'd like to reach into the force for direction, like, you know, insight, intuition. Okay. 66. Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why I keep asking to roll mine. Alranir is officially done doing things. Yeah, I should stop having <laughs> stop having ideas. Uh, that is okay. Two sixes and one one. All right. Um, so yeah, you get narrative control. So um, you can decide that you know the basic direction. You can decide that, you know, you can go up and get closer. You can go down, you can get closer. You have narrative control. So what happens? What do you sense? You can, uh, you can decide that the big shadow that you saw was just a flock of birds. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> flock of seagulls. Everything with the swoopy haircut. No. Um, Cole, yeah, closes his eyes and hand hovering over the panel, even though he still has one lightsaber ignited. And then he just presses down. Go deeper into the uh into the facility all right uh you you have narrative control uh so what kind of do you come to like a mess hall a barrack um are you is this something that's uh beyond the facility itself are you now in a cavern so i would say down into an area that's like the last kind of uh furbished area like it starts to transition from the facility into the cavern uh, down in this area, there was um, maybe uh, storage, and then beyond it is like stone. All right. Uh, so we'll say that this area is uh, has some like mining equipment, has uh, equipment that could be used to help expand the facility. Um, it looks like maybe they were getting ready to do that, or uh, it's just a nicer area to store it. Uh, we'll say that there are uh, some computer panels um, in regards to different kinds of equipment, and we'll say there's some uh, dormant droids with uh, a droid control here. What doth y'all do? Anyone else that hasn't? Do we want to see if those droids are operational? I mean, if we get a, if we do get attacked by something, it'd be nice to have targets that aren't us. Definitely take a look in there. Um, is the droid controller the same one as the one that I saw previously in here, where it's very limited in its function? Would it be better for me to just dig in on the droids themselves? Almighty Force Guide? Uh, it is a very similar uh, control panel that was up above. You can attempt to try and get into the droids themselves. I think that sounds preferable to a very limited control function that could be co-opted fairly easily. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and dig in on those droids. Did you want to say something, Cole? I was going to ask, is uh, everything in the same state of preservation here? Like, does it look pristine, like upstairs? Or are things kind of old and maybe archaic down here? You've got narrative control still um, in regards to this kind of... Uh, so I will say, uh, what do you want? Do you want it to be more archaic or... Uh, nice and shiny still. I would say everything is still uh, well-preserved down here, which is still very odd and off-putting because it wasn't hermetically sealed. Things are open. There should be at least some stage of decay or, you know, cobwebbing or or something here, but... Yeah, um, these are very well-kept droids. Good to see that. Pop! I assume I'm rolling for this to uh, get some droids operational under our control and yep, more five, selective. Five D six. Five. I had six. Okay, five. Ooh, that is two sixes and no ones. All right, and if I can type this correctly, yeah, you have narrative control. What do you do to this? All right, well, we're going to go ahead and wake these droids up, first of all, get their... Uh, what kind of droids are they, first of all? Uh, do I get to choose that? 
Uh, they are droids that would be able to help uh, with mining, since that's what we were saying was down here. So um, what kind of droids that would be will be up to you, but it'll be droids that would be more geared towards that. Okay, so we got these mining droids. Uh, uh, not particularly useful in a firefight, but they are large and, um, you know, sturdy. It's like they, they definitely be some good shields, and they do have some strength behind them if we can get them in the melee range. I like that. All right, uh, I'm going to go through. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wake these bad boys up uh, on their own, not connected to the control, but I'm also going to tweak them so that they see us as, as uh, people that they would listen to. Um, and just uh, get them woke up and go, rise and shine, folks. Alrighty, you go stand over there. I'm going to work on the next one here, and I'm just going to go through and get those guys up and operational. All right. Um, just to go with the theme of how everything is, uh, when you kind of go over and get them, uh, they kind of unpack themselves, and you realize that these are KM1 mining droids. They're short, crab-like in appearance, very sturdy. Um, They normally would have a shield generator uh, to protect them from environmental hazards, uh, but it seems that these ones are missing. Um, They're not built for uh, intelligence. They're built to be workers. They're very skilled at mining, and they're equipped with two laser cutters. Oh, what good babs. I just like the picture of them. They're very cute. I love them. How many of them are there? Uh, let's say four. Fido, one through four. Got it. And the other strange thing is that these are, uh, as far as you know, Old Republic era, but they look brand new. Guys, I'm telling you, if we get all this stuff out of here, keep it in the condition it's in, we can make a killing on the Cortex markets, all right? All this stuff's like fresh out of the box and these are collectors these are old these are we could we could really get some funding out of this i hate to rain on your parade but i don't know that scavenger rights apply when you're on an official official military meeting well i don't mean like personally for us but like you know we could always use some funding for uh you know souping out the uh extra equipment you know grunts sugar cube is are really a big part of our budget. Uh, can make a dent in that. Like more of official, uh, official sales, you know. Yeah. Either way, it's not like they're being used. These have been down here for like decades, centuries, even, and they're perfect. I love these. All right. Anyway, uh, they'll be happy we found two of these droids, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Only two. All one. Will Only be two. Sold. I'm, I'm sure if we can get all this stuff out of here in one piece, that we'll we can we, we can figure out something, right? Definitely. All right, and then from here, this is just a rumor. There's corridors leading away from where we are here. Okay. Do they go into more facility, or do they go into the mountain itself, mm. or both? I will make the decision that we will go into the mountain itself, as I feel like temples a lot of times are built into uh, again just both and both uh, into the mountain we go you start to go down beautifully laser cut uh passageways into this mountain um none of it seems to be any kind of material that is uh expensive or you know uh it, it's not like gold or uh anything like that it's just rock and dirt uh just standard for what this mountain would hold. Um, and then you get to an area where it almost looks like some kind of strange prison cell had been built into this wall. And you start to notice that there's carvings and there's strange, um, it's no longer laser cut from this point forward. Uh, that this looks like it was an, a wall. And there's multiple of these cells. But the strange thing about the cell that you first encounter uh, is that, one, you're actually inside of the cell partially, and that the bars were ripped open. Well, that bodes ill. 
I think I found our big boy. <laughs> Which big boy? Because there was a big boy, and then there was a bigger boy. Wait, what? There was a bigger boy? Oh, yeah, the bigger... Ooh, yeah, which one? I mean, the flock of seagulls, right? <laughs> Did you say there are symbols carved around it? Uh, yes, there are a lot of different type of symbols um, that are along uh, the walls here and everything. Um, if I'm remembering everybody's backgrounds correctly, uh, Cliff... Is, or, sorry, Cole is going to be the only one that recognizes them. Uh, these are Sith markings, uh, ancient Sith language. Uh, is Cole able to um, understand what it says? Uh, it, it's this is describing that this area is um, part of it is a Sith alchemy formula that you don't understand. You know that it's Sith alchemy, but you don't know how to decipher it in a way that would be in a way that would have anything to do with what's going on. You do know that that means that there's something, either the bars were uh, made with Sith alchemy, which means that they can withstand a lightsaber hit. Mm-hmm. Um, it could mean that the walls are protected this way, but something in this area was built with Sith, Sith alchemy. Uh, it also could be that something is being kept alive with Sith alchemy because it can also be used to extend life. Uh, so there's a lot of different things that it can do, but it's usually about either protecting something from something like being able to be resistant to a lightsaber um, or uh, sort of resistant to force powers or that it's going to extend something's life uh, in some way. And it's also the other markings that you see that are not in regards to Sith alchemy uh, are basically stating um, it's some type of a story that there's words that don't translate. um, And it says that, uh, Herein lies the last of the problem. But you can translate. Cole will hold his lightsaber up and basically use it as a light over each of the glyphs. It says this was made to contain and potentially preserve the problem. Um, problem in the ancient synth tongue uh, is more like abomination in our language. Um, abominations were considered problems to the Sith, things to be dealt with and, and used, but not necessarily f- feared. Assume that this abomination was the technically bab that took the other bab upstairs? Potentially. Or something more that is further in here. But this is ancient alchemy, and it's used to extend life as well as to to hold to contain so okay so if this thing um these these symbols are warnings or they are part of the alchemy itself i don't know how this force stuff really works uh a warning but also um a descriptor a label yeah but these these are not some sort of force-focused glyphs that imbue this power. Destroying these glyphs will do nothing to weaken or lessen that effect. Uh, are, are they still intact? Fully? Does it look like they're still? Or is that for us to decide with the narrative control? Uh, no, they are uh, fully intact glyphs, um, except okay. for the ones that have been scratched away by the creature when it escaped. I see. So they're they're not really doing their job anymore right now. That's me asking. I'm sorry. Um, it could be that, or it could be something that they could have been used to keep this creature alive and not anything to strengthen the bars themselves mm-hmm. is a possibility. I would, I would surmise that they've given the creature an unusually long life, uh, perhaps to uh, keep it around for further experimentation. The ancient Sith loved their... Uh, creations shall we say lovely so i I think i missed a little bit so with these bars is it if we go through them there's something further or there was this containment unit off to the side kind of uh so this is a hallway Mm -hmm. um and in this hallway there are other cells the wall portion that's taken out is you could see sort of into the cell itself uh-huh. on one part, and then you can see into this hallway. 
it's big enough for a smaller species to fit through. Um, but it, it, it's, it would need to be broken out a little bit more uh, for Raw Rainier to uh, fully fit through. Okay. But there is more going deeper into that direction. So we can go further down without having to, but we need to make space for a raw Rainier. Is that correct? Uh, just to get in. Okay. Is there a way to cut so that the, the uh, glyphs aren't broken, but the space is wide enough for a raw Rainier? Uh, you can only assume so unless you go through to look at the wall to see if the wall that you're about to cut into has glyphs. Well, uh, Cole being a, a looky-loo, he will, he will go take a, a further look, a further inspection, you know, kind of um, not mesmerized, but fascinated by these glyphs. So as you go inside, there is a single symbol on the wall, and it's the Sith symbol from that is most related to the Sith, to the original Sith. Mm. Other than that, it, that is, that's what's scrawled all over the wall. Does it look like it was hand-carved by, like, you know, a prisoner sort of counting the days away, or is it emblazoned on there, you know? No, this is the, this is the end of the hallway wall piece. I see. Um, and so this is... This is carved in there like a, a, a banner uh, but meant to last for longer. And Cole will relate to the others. This dates back to the, the, the ancient Sith, the, the first Sith Empire. Thousands of years. Well, it's not possible for this, for this place to, to have gone back that far, though, because we've got you know, relatively new tech in other, in other parts of the facility. Of course, I guess that, 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 that doesn't mean that a modern Sith couldn't have taken it over. Yes, uh, yeah, the, this facility is maybe only within the last century or so, and much of the, the tech is from that era, but there's no mistaking that symbol and, and its age. It's from the first Sith Empire. What about the other, the other Sith glyphs that we were looking at? Are those ancient as well, or, are they, uh, or can you tell? Is there any difference? Uh, they are of the same age. Right. When we built this facility, they found something ancient, and then it broke through from its containment. Well, that's terrifying. But we we must proceed further to make sure that the only thing that has uh, escaped was the creature, and no greater darkness is dwelling below. Ravrenir says in a very concerned tone. I agree. We've already had some escapes. Uh, some escapees, haven't we? <laughs> Out of the prison above. Yes, but we, we must contain this so that no one else, either unsuspecting or purposeful, comes upon it. We could just nuke it from orbit. Uh, but at the same, knowledge oh, must be man. preserved. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Uh, if any of the stuff that we found does what we think it does, the creature might survive such a thing. Well, that's just not fair. To crit Mrs. Runt a lot right now. Feels like Runt would have the answer to this problem. Robert Nier offers to crit More a sugar problems. cube, and then Robert Nier takes a sugar cube and eats it herself. <laughs> we like do like a like a little like like clink them together in honor of Runt. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just out here with an orbit of sugar cubes floating around at any time, but Run isn't here. <laughs> Ferenz, Cynic, and Cole, something in the force pulls at you. In a particular direction or? Uh... Deeper into the temple. But Cole, you recognize this. Somebody has activated a holocron, a Sith holocron. You guys feel that? Yes. Hmm. Is it sugar high? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. without saying too much other than we must hurry, Cole will cut an opening for Rarinir, and then he's beelining it down this hallway. Yeah, 
this is when the video game timer starts. <laughs> There's like a little 15 minutes and it starts going down really quickly. <laughs> okay. Well, let's follow him. It would be inadvisable for him to go alone. I'm not going to send him alone. Come on, let's go. So as you're going down the halls, you pass into an open corridor. And laying on the ground is a somewhat familiar uniform to Cole and Senek. It is a old, not used anymore Jedi outfit that Temple Jedi wore. Hmm. And there are also some Sith uniforms from the Sith War. Are there bodies that are still in them? Or are they like folded up nice and put, and put away on the shelf? Uh, no, it's uh, the uniforms are laid on the ground. There are cuts in them. Uh, the only thing that is left near them is a lightsaber. Hmm. I'll pick up the lightsaber. It's as if there were bodies in them, and then when they died, the bodies were no longer in them. <laughs> oh, how about that? Do you I've pick up all of... that before? <laughs> Do you pick up a uh, lightsaber uh, near one of the Jedi or near one of these? Uh, the one near one of the Jedi. I also grab a Jedi lightsaber. Sounds good to me. <laughs> oh, so I'm like, hell yeah! Absolutely not. That That's not happening. No. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you turn it on? Oh, yeah, I turn it on. <laughs> Get well away from Tecret. <laughs> I'm not swinging it, I'm just holding it. <laughs> yeah, all of this is happening behind Cole, who's in like full... Hunter mode, like eyes scanning. This picture, like like the Aragorn, where you're like crouched down with your hand on the ground and you're just like looking forward, and then we're in the background, just chaos and antics. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly that. When you turn it on, there is a very strange feeling for Ferenz, Cynic, and Cole. As soon as Tecrit turns on this lightsaber, all three of you feel as if the force is drawing away from you. Okay, I am yanking that lightsaber out of his hand one way or another. I mean, you have the force, so I feel like it's pretty easy and quick. <laughs> Are you I don't use... fight you for it. <laughs> Are you going to use the force to try and yank it from him? Yes. Give me a roll. You're at 5d6. Okay. 1-6. And the other's fours and fives. I need to start rolling more ones. Sorry. But you got... <laughs> Don't worry. I'll roll some ones. Hell yeah. That's your move. All right. So uh, you managed to get the lightsaber away from him. Uh, and you have narrative control of the situation now. That's okay. rude. I just look really sad. Come on. Go! Oh. Nick looks sad. Like, do you like feeling? Te- yeah, my antenna is like, like droop. They kind of like. I was about to get the Sith one until I saw Senek do that. And I was like, ah, I'm a stand up. <laughs> You're like reaching for it. You go. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Using the lightsaber as a as a gesturing <laughs> emphasis. On so, or off? Off. <laughs> Say, look. Don't point that at me unless you intend to use it, young lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> Turning on a Jedi's lightsaber, especially like a dead one, is you You don't know how they got dead. Which is one of the lesser things to, uh, for me to complain about right here, but we don't have time to unpack all this. So we're just going to go with don't turn shit on. Decrit. It's kind of my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I am really attached to the idea of not dying down here in the Sith Temple. Oh, I, I, I already got rid of that hope. <laughs> Are there? <laughs> So did it feel like the force was being pulled from us into the lightsabers or pulled into any direction? Uh, No specific direction, just that the force was being pulled from you. 
right. So turning to the other two force sensitives, like when he turned this on, it felt real funny in here for a minute. Did you guys feel that? Mm-hmm. I'm a Jedi. Maybe I have cool force powers, and that's why I did it. You don't know. It's good. That could happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that felt more like an an echo of what happened here, and Cole will start to look at the uh, the Sith equipment and their lightsabers for any other runes. Or uh, their armor does look like it was enhanced with some uh, symbol uh, with some runes, um, but you don't see anything on their lightsabers. I see. Sith alchemy was known to uh, at times be able to draw uh, power from the life force of others. I'm going to try something real quick. I'm going to draw my own lightsaber and flip it on. Uh, there's no kind of answering effect uh, with just our own lightsabers, right? Uh, correct. Nothing happens uh, in that manner when you do when you turn on your lightsaber. All right. Don't work in the same way. Maybe I should try it. Maybe it was me. Scientific evidence. Like, you got to try, right? <laughs> no. No, we don't. But, okay. Uh, it's, it's best that we not disturb what we find here. Um, someone or something further in has activated uh, Sith Holocron aid. Is that what that feeling is? Yes. Okay. A powerful repository of, of Sith knowledge and, and power. Okay. I was about to sneakily steal the Sith lightsaber until you said Sith Holocron and I'm a yeah. No, you're all, I want to save my stealing for the Holocron. Got it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> go big or go home. You don't want to get I like it. I support you. To crit doesn't dire does. Just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> so Cole will say we we must hurry, but we must be careful from here on. Yeah, and let's hurry. We'll end at this point right here for this episode. Um, so we'll go back around it if everybody wants to plug their stuff again. Dire. Hi, you can find me on the internet at Basilisk Online pretty much everywhere. Uh, swing by my web store online, basiliskonline.net. Buy a bunch of cool stuff. And uh, we'll move on to the next person. Ellen, you here. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at robo underscore EP. That, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Josh, uh, a.k.a. Valor, Mr. Valor. You can find me around the interwebs. I'm at Twitter at uh, Mr. Valor is alive, and you can also find me on Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash Valor Maps. I'm Cliff. You can find me on Twitter at SpaceMoose34. Uh, I'm also a contributor at Spilled Ale Studios at Spilled Ale on Twitter, uh, where we have some neat stuff coming very soon. Uh, Sin. Hi. Um, you can find me on Twitch at Sinziak. You can find me on Twitter at Sinziak Beta, and you can find me around. Um, well, actually, I think you can find me in most places at Sinziak. Now that I think about it, except for Twitter, because you know I'm a marketing genius. Jules. You can find me on Twitter at SQLPI. That's SQL Pi. Uh, doing database stuff and uh, and fiction and a bunch of other bullshit as well. And we are RPG Hour. Uh, this is an RPG Hour podcast. Uh, we also have RPG Hour, which is a one-shot show, and Our Adventures, which is a one-shot show involving uh, people of color, uh, LGBTQ folks, and femme folks. And until the dice roll again. Bye.